chose a song to introduce our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's done. Okay. Hi, Iris. Hello, biological human that's related to me. Um, so how was the weather where you are today? Oh, weather check. It was good. Um, I went on a nice jog. What does good mean? Like, like 70. And it was partly cloudy though. That's nice. That's a good day. It's like not too hot, not too cold. Yeah. Yeah. And where you were? Um, maybe like upper 60s almost it was really nice yeah I got on two separate walks with the dogs I did a walk with Sunday and then one with Hazel and Dobby separately because never again will I make the mistake of trying to walk all three of them (laughs) at the same time um anything else about your day that you want to share do you want to say why you wouldn't do that again um who's to blame uh Sunday (laughs) because she's crazy something about walking with my dogs she thinks she gets to be bad all of a sudden any any change in routine she's like oh my gosh I don't know what to do and I'm so excited yeah and my default is to be crazy so here we go (laughs) um yeah anything about your day that you want to share how's Tigger asleep on my lap oh that's cute Mm -hmm. anyways we've been hiding something um valued listener (laughs) we actually have a guest on our podcast there's uh there's gonna be another voice besides us willingly Um, came on this thing yeah so let's see how long before they regret it. Um, so introduce us to our special guest. Yeah. Hi, Nate. Hello, my friends. How are you today? <laughs> I feel so nervous. This is this is Nate. <laughs> yeah, um, Sierra's gonna be the only one who listens. So <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be nervous. She's right there, but <laughs> <laughs> so Nate and Sierra. Um, feel free to chime in if you want, Sierra. But. You, no pressure um he's a silent partner yeah so sierra and i go way back all the way back to sixth grade and by extension nate and i go all the way back to junior year of high school or sophomore year sophomore year of high school sophomore year of high school when they started dating and um by the way congratulations by the way on your engagement oh thank you so much about time nate i wouldn't want to be on any other podcast three days after my engagement than this one yeah you guys get the exclusive exclusive yeah let's say you guys get the exclusive but thank you Um, I appreciate it can I just say that you are a shocking success story for Capricorn Libra relationships everywhere no idea what that means but thank you yeah besides oh my god that is so that is so funny yeah I'm a Libra Mm. Iris is a Capricorn Nate, mm. you are a Libra, and Sierra is a Capricorn. Wow. I love mm. the energy we've created in the studio today. But, yeah. but, what, are, but what about the risings in, in, or wait, suns and moons and stars? They're there. They're, they were there. <laughs> they exist. There. 
but I mean, maybe that has something to do with it. We don't have the same ones, do we? No, but we, I mean, oh. <laughs> wait, hold on. I have Sierra's chart on CoStar. I can pull it up. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Give you one second. Oh, boy. And Nate won't, <laughs> won't, you won't make a CoStar. No, I he won't. won't give me that kind of access to. I'm a white male. I don't do much. <laughs> <laughs> don't do much. Period. No, I don't add much to society, really. I mean, you know thank you, you for recognizing that. Okay, mm-hmm. so Iris, hmm. she does have Virgo in her big three. She is a Virgo moon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so maybe <laughs> that's why we're the same. So Are maybe same? I don't know. Um. Yeah, I know that you, you're either Scorpio moon or rising. I remember that, Nate, and that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. <laughs> See, it only took how long? He's already regretting it. This <laughs> <laughs> um, wasn't in his pre-approved topic list. <laughs> you guys yeah, aren't paying on. me enough. <laughs> um, do you want to... I know we talked about a while ago um having you on to talk about the bachelor but i know mm. that's kind of long gone almost mm. but it's never long gone in my like heart in general that you want to talk about because we haven't really normally we would be having a weekly bachelor viewing party yeah. uh, but we have not done that in a very long time so we haven't had yeah. a chance to really discuss it that much Yeah, I mean, this last season was a whirlwind. Um, I feel like Matt, Matt was like, it was, I felt really bad for Matt because I think he put a lot of pressure on himself um, Mm -hmm. to be something. He said it too in the last episode. He said like any slip up I had, he was like, it was going to be a detriment to the entire, every like black male in the United States. Right. He He felt like he was having to represent everyone. Exactly. First, um, black bachelor exactly and like you know and and it felt like he said too he was like i might be the only black person that white people interact with certain white people interact with each week which is crazy which is crazy but happens more often than we probably uh know yeah yeah um and so you know i just felt really bad for him and especially because i feel like he probably beat himself up Mm a bunch for picking Rachel and then all of that coming out. Right. He spent the whole season trying to be this perfect guy yeah. to, to put a good foot forward, which is totally unfair to him in the first place. But also then, like kind of maybe try to find love in the process, but also like mm. I have to be this perfect person because I'm representing my entire demographic yeah. kind of thing. Like that's a lot. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So I felt really bad. I think he's a really genuine, genuine guy who, I mean, he, I, I just, I just liked him a lot, you know, and yeah, I don't like Rachel. I picked Rachel actually from the very beginning. I was like, oh, Rachel's yeah? going to win. That was your pick. That was my, you know, what is very upsetting. She's also a Libra. She's she? not, she's not giving us a good name. Yeah, like we, yeah, you we were already giving that. each other. We were already giving it such a good name. <laughs> yeah. We already do that enough. Yeah, for we do that enough. So <laughs> she's just digging away at our rep. Um, yeah. No. And I, I just, her apology at the end really pissed me off. Cause she was like, I could sit here and list all the things I'm doing. So do it. she's not doing anything. Yeah. So like, go I ahead, won't. list it. We, we have yeah. time. 
Realistic. And like, <laughs> and, and you know, I, I say good on good on Matt for really standing his ground and being like, yeah. I, I, it's not my job to fix this for you, or definitely, like, I'm tired of holding your holding white people's hand through this 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 mess of a problem. And um, so good on him. I mean, it sucks that his yeah. journey ended that way. I just use the word journey. Yeah. What a typical <laughs> bachelor jargon. But you did think you he's going to come back in any? Because there's other ones, no. right? The paradise. No, and... I don't think. No. I, I don't I think, think so. the bachelor could could do that. I mean, and it's so I funny because the bachelor pay him enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, do they get what's... paid? The leads do. Yeah, the leads oh. do. So the bachelor, the bachelorette does. Um, gotcha. What's 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 interesting to me too is like. <laughs> The Bachelor tried really hard to be an anti-racist show this season and then totally yeah. failed at it, right? Chris yeah. Harrison blew it. Very the person who won, Yeah, the person who won blew it. And then, you know, then they're like, oh, we'll, we'll add a black guy to do after through the no final rose. Through no fault of his own. No, of course like, not. Yeah. They really... All, all the white people's fault. They had to have known. Like, do you yeah. think that he was, like, set up for that kind of? Well, they this knew is where about Rachel's past. Like, I how much are they? They vetted? had to. I, I mean, right? they had like to they have had known. To. And that's what and frustrates that's so me. Up. That's so messed up. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, if they're ever going to break their own rules of like keeping the outside world out, it had to be yeah. then. You know what I mean? It had yeah. to be then. And yeah. I think, in general, that's a thing the Bachelor and Bachelorette should really look at is like, we should inform our leads of these type of things as they, if they come up. Right. Yeah, like, because that is traumatic straight up. Yeah. Cause you that think you get to know somebody to, to just like, and to just have to have that happen on TV is just right. How do you even navigate that? Yeah. And if we think of like, you know, I mean, even Hannah Brown season, right. Yeah. I mean, she picked Jed and we oh, knew God. Jeb. We knew like <laughs> five weeks before that he was this was this right. bad person, and she had so many other good guys she could have picked and avoided if the if the producers would have just stepped yeah. in and said, "Hey, we're hearing this about Jeb. I want to talk to him about it." But it makes good TV, and people are watching that's, and people are talking yeah. about it. I so, think that's my conspiracy theory. They don't care if it's no, good. Don't. TV. Oh, I don't think that's a conspiracy theory. I think a hundred percent they don't care. Yeah, I think you actually nailed it, Iris. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. the truth. Of course, they don't care. One season. Yeah. And you already you already figured out. You cracked the code. <laughs> yeah. I tried that's, to that's actually Capricorn for you. At the beginning of <laughs> just a genius. Uh, at the beginning <laughs> of Tasha's well, Claire and Tasha's season, I was yeah. I was in school. I was in an approaches to cultural research class, and we were just doing Ooh. a conversation. And I was just talking about how much I love The Bachelor. And I was like, I know it's problematic, uh, but I love it. And that's what I use my time to do. And then in a breakout yeah. room, I was telling my group about this, like this cool book I was reading. And my teacher was like, so you talk about trashy TV in the main group, but then you talk about intellectual things in here. And I was like, well, <laughs> professor, you need to watch The Bachelor and then you'll understand. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think because he Because it did. is so entertaining <laughs> and they know it, it is. is. And that's why they keep doing these things and. That's the thing where it's like they had to have known to a certain extent about Rachel and they just like let it happen for entertainment value. And that's, yeah. that's so not okay. Like so, uh, well, it's in so general, gross. it's not okay, but especially yeah. in a season where you're trying to show, oh, we're not racist. Exactly. <laughs> and you just let like, that slide. You couldn't have fumbled it more. <laughs> yeah, they blew Back it. Back to it being quote unquote entertainment. 
Uh-huh. You just say that's subjective. <laughs> I I couldn't get hooked. And if I hadn't have promised to watch the next two with her, I wouldn't. It didn't hook me. Would you say this and was that's fair. not the one to start with? I think or that think from... It's just an acquired taste. Yes, I think both for mm-hmm. sure. Um, okay. I think you kind of get out of it what you put into it, you know? Like you have to <laughs> be invested to feel invested, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Um, from I've only watched a couple seasons, but I think the Bachelorette seasons that I've seen, I are always more entertaining, and I enjoy more than Bachelor okay. seasons. Like, like well, promised, you, I will give it a try. Iris, we watched Claire slash Tasha's season too. Yeah, that's I uh, see. It's forgettable for me. You know I, what's <laughs> even better is Bachelor in Paradise because that's where it gets messy <laughs> it also has like it has a higher success rate i think than the yeah show. yeah totally um yeah no it's it's definitely an acquired taste and it takes yeah. like you have to understand the ridiculousness of what you're watching and understand yeah. that this is really trashy tv and we're just we're just you know bathing yeah. in it and it's you can't just take like, it too seriously and you have to yeah. just be like okay yeah this is terrible this is all these things but it, it's entertaining and we're watching it and we're well i mean it's very yeah. popular so exactly it's, popular. it's popular for a reason yeah, yeah for sure um how do you feel about the bachelorettes plural i i one i love katie i loved katie mm-hmm. throughout the whole season because sam anytime she went to matt about anything it was never, in my opinion, to call people out because she never used names. She never Correct. said, this person is talking about this person. This person is talking about me. She went to him and she said, somebody's life is going to get ruined with this rumor and I need you to take care of it. And I yeah. just, it, it really hurt. It really upset me on Women Tell All when they were all like, it wasn't your business or. That shocked me that more people yeah. weren't it, on her it side. It just proved that she was more mature. I yeah. don't want to mm-hmm. say it was that she was a couple years older. But I mean, I, yeah. I really think that that maybe could be it because those people, they were just so high school and they were so they content were so with it being like high that. School. Yeah. And she was that like, was no, like, we need to show other young women that that's not the way for us to go forward. Yeah, that was, I think, the most toxic house, like most toxic group of yeah. girls that I've personally watched. And I think, too, one thing that what really sold me on Katie from the beginning is when she had that conversation with Sarah before Sarah left. And she said, you know what, Sarah, I would rather you stay and he choose you than pick me as a backup option. Yes. And for me, that was like, you know what, that she's very real for that, you know, and like, and then it just pissed me off because she, because she went out back out and she was like, guys, Sarah's going through something. Didn't put her business on blast. Mm -hmm. And Victoria was just like, you're the worst. Yeah, and then they were like calling her two faced because like you were just For talking what? about Sarah last night, and she was like, "No, it's not me being two faced. It's me getting more information and thus changing my opinion." There's a difference, exactly. Right? And it was yeah. they just like they don't understand past like being petty and gossiping that exactly things can be like a little more nuanced than that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's why um, I couldn't get into it. I didn't really like yeah. how the women were interacting with each other i mean that's yeah they were like that's why i think the bachelor is better because we expect that type of thing from men 
And so you're, the bar's really low. So yes. like, um, when they act like really, fools, I would were say like people would say, "No, it's it's girls who are mean behind each other's backs." And I think there are probably a lot of people that actually say that. You're probably right. Um, yeah, but in terms of like in the bachelor world, I see what you're saying, mm. Nate, about yeah how you expect it more from the men. Yeah, I just expect them to like puff their chests and be like, yeah. I'm this, blah, blah, blah. And it's be really like annoying. alpha male or whatever. Yeah. And then, there you know. There definitely are those share of contestants. Oh my God. Yeah, too many. Um, yeah. And I, anyway, yeah, I think I think Katie's awesome. I think Michelle is also, I think it's really cool. I think I they did this in the past where they picked two bachelorettes and they had them on the first night. It was Caitlin Bristow and I forget the other one's name. Um but they had them like both do the cocktail party and then the men voted on who they wanted to be the bachelorette. Yeah. Which is brutal. really bad. Yeah. Really bad. That's but high what they're doing. They're like high yeah. school again. <laughs> right. And also like, why would you put a decision like that in men's hands? That's just, we make too many decisions <laughs> already. And, and, boobs and yeah. She's got bigger boobs. So. Yeah. Precise. That's, I think somebody actually <laughs> said that. Yeah. Um, no, but like, but this season, they're giving them each their own season, which I think is awesome. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be shortened with less guys or what it might mm-hmm. be, but yeah. I think Michelle's awesome too. Michelle's Michelle's hilarious from all like the bloopers and stuff. She's just yeah. Like, why so didn't funny. we see yeah. more of that during the season? Yeah, I don't know. I, it was it, just all in the bloopers. See, I that think wasn't this fair. is what I've been saying to Sierra and to everybody. But, like, I think that the bachelor shouldn't edit it to make it so serious and drama y. Like they should add that mm. in, but like include the bloopers. Like it would make yeah. them so much more human. Right. Like if somebody falls out of a chair during an interview, we're gonna be like, oh my God, like they're human. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah. It's just I feel I like I would th- enjoy it more. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely feel like I would get to know them more and actually be rooting for them mm-hmm. more because I haven't yeah. felt like I'm actually rooting for people a lot. Like, I didn't have anything against Matt. I think he seems like a perfectly decent guy, but I just, I didn't f- feel like I knew him, especially because yeah. he wasn't on the show previously. And I think they just gave him, like, a really short introduction at first. And I don't know, if we just had more time to, like, cut down the drama, because the season was so heavy on drama, and they left yeah. so much of it in. And if they just showed those moments of, like, who the people actually are then i think right it would be a lot better did they yeah. used to do that more or has it kind of always been that so. way i think it's always been it's it's manufactured drama a lot of yeah. times it's this and that and it's like when i watch the blue bloopers i'm like these people are like they're real people they mess up yeah it's hilarious and it just makes yeah. it i don't know it just makes it more fun i think um yeah but anyway yeah Mr. michelle really make their choices make more sense mm. yeah yeah and i i think like michelle they send home I mean, clearly Michelle made a huge impact on the house and on Matt in like the short time that she was on, you know, right. She came on late. Um, She seems super genuine and I think her and Matt went really, went well, went together really well. So yeah. Interesting that you didn't choose her, but um, I'm glad she gets a chance too. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I loved what she said on the, after the final rose about hopefully you get a new catchphrase besides like, thank you for your feedback when someone says that they love you or something like that. Yeah. I loved that <laughs> moment from Michelle. Bazinga. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Iris. Yeah. I think, I think it's just two really powerful, strong-willed, like 
women who are going to be awesome and kick butt mm. at it, just like Tayshia. Love did. that. So, yeah, yeah Tayshia was definitely my favorite Bachelorette. I mean, I just Ugh. love Tayshia ever How do you since. Not? She's yeah, she's literally a Disney princess. She's the most gorgeous. Just like, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Bazinga from something. Is that what you said? <laughs> Yeah, the Big Bang Theory. The Big Bang Theory. (laughs) You just said a word. You didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize. That's okay. Um, Are we going to make mistakes? Yeah. Is that okay, or did you have more to say? Oh, I'm I'm good. Let's switch gears. Okay, Bridget. Do you think you'd ever join a cult? Um. The thing is, it depends on the cult. Because that was not an automatic no, that's for sure. Yeah, that was <laughs> no, because like uh, watching uh, Midsummer, I was like, you know, they seem to like really genuinely care about her, and like, is it really that bad? Like, I was rooting for, mm. I was rooting for her, mm. you know. Yeah. So it depends on the cult. No, Did you I'm know totally a cult, kidding. A cult wants me. Oh. Wait, what? Could you tell us about the cult that wants you? I think they want With us pleasure. all. At some point. <laughs> they want us all. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Is it the Christian it? church? Just mm-hmm. Well, we've already oh, um, had no. our experiences with that. Mm, no. Okay. It's a different Sorry, cult. continue. Tell us about it. <laughs> it's a different church. It's a different church. So when I first moved here, I had a roommate. I didn't know her very well. It was a strange like know somebody who knows somebody um and she had more of a social life than me but that's not a high bar to cross (laughs) and anyways so she went out on hollywood boulevard one night and i don't know why but there's people standing outside the scientology building holding um anything that'll draw you in and they're like take this free personality test and she did and they put her address in and ever since even though we have not been roommates for five years and you've changed apartments changed apartments i still get postcards from scientology saying we want you like literally (laughs) it says we want you and i'm like yeah <laughs> that's insane I mean, it's just a waste the, of paper and i think it just the shows like how thing, much money they put into advertising but it's it's all a joke i'm joking the scariest thing it's is like that how do you, you move know apartments. where i am yeah <laughs> I mean, Whoa. of course like my forwarding address was with the postcode and we all know that our information gets sold but still yeah that's that was just a funny joking way to lead into our next topic but yeah man it's nice um, to be wanted yeah right <laughs> even though i'm far too poor for them yeah you want to find really... out i have no value to them but yeah well they would they would get you to give them money somehow like they would or i could just do like free manual labor mm-hmm. yeah um do you think you would join a cult nate i am one are you a leader I... oh, yeah. or would you start one <laughs> See, I mean, you are a white man, like you said. Ooh, so I fit the mold almost perfectly. Yeah. Um, well, as as a great as the great Creed once said on the Office, you know, you oh, have 
you have you make more money as a leader but you have more fun as the follower mm, um so that's a good point <laughs> no i i don't think i would ever join a cult they fascinate yeah. me though so i'm really excited for mm. for the next topic we're going to get into yeah so it does, does it the foundation of them themselves or like people's reasons for joining them and wholly believing in them fascinates you it, it, i think what fascinates me the most is the psychology of how people kind of blindly not blindly maybe but just buy into something so quickly and take it as the yeah. honest truth and then yeah. they just get sucked in and they're stuck there I think that is, yeah. that is fascinating to me because afterwards right in yeah. hindsight a lot of those people are like I have no idea what I was doing right. that's that's what's fascinating to me right we're yeah. so eager to belong yeah as, and yeah. I think a lot humans. of them have like their own special way of brainwashing or just kind of like um cutting away at your inhibitions so that you are more vulnerable to their kind of I don't know entrapment or whatever yeah Yeah. and they all have they a lot of them have leaders that are just so charismatic Charismatic. and so good at Libras they're so good (laughs) at um yeah what's selling at least 98 percent. i'm sure yeah for sure um no but yeah they're just they're very charismatic people who you know from the outside were like like yeah i can i can kind of see how charismatic they are you know yeah very good at it so um i enjoy the app tiktok quite a bit i don't understand it but we've already um (laughs) and nate you too enjoy indulging in tiktok yeah um did you get any of this on your for you page did you or did you just hear about this from me telling you about it i i had just heard about this from you actually none of it ever popped up that's so funny to me because it was just like a couple days where i saw one tiktok from this place called the garden and then Mm -hmm. i saw all these tiktoks of people talking about it like is everyone on cult tiktok or is that just me (laughs) (laughs) you know like there's always like these weird little corners of tiktok that you get that the algorithm pushes you to um but anyways so apparently there's um this cult that has been advertising itself on tiktok and just um saying hey we are an intentional community Mm -hmm. um (laughs) here's our address come join us um so that's obviously cold big red flag we can agree uh, off the top that that is a cult for sure if not if not full-blown already it's heading in that direction that's what i would say i i think there are some things they're headed straight towards it i mean they're running (laughs) towards like harry running at the brick wall for platform nine and three quarters they're headed straight for it blindly um there are a few things that don't fit the cult you, mode. At first, when you said Harry, I thought you were going to say something about Harry Styles. Well, I was going to say that's the cult you're in, but um, oh, <laughs> if Harry Styles started a cult, you would for sure join, right? Oh, 100%. Are you kidding me? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Back to the garden. Talk to me. <laughs> back to the garden. It's so, yeah, they call... Oh, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, they call themselves the garden, mm-hmm. and... I think it's um, somewhere like they have this plot of land in Tennessee, I think, Mm -hmm. and they call themselves an intentional community or a commune. 
which is just like people, you know, living off of like trying to live sustainably off the grid and well, just why is that bad? Well, the bad thing is <laughs> when you're like just I- advertising your address on the internet and saying, hey, we don't care who you are, come here, come join us. And at the same time, they have said that there are kids living there. Like they have oh, a no. quote unquote school and they have a kid and they have family, they have kids and families living there. Do you really want just anybody yeah. just being able to have your address and just go there? So, and I think I've seen, like, I've watched a couple YouTube videos about this, like people talking more about it. And they've said like actual communes, like actual intentional communities have applications and background checks so that you don't have those kinds of people just showing up and living there and you have no idea so it's just they want as many people as they can at this time yeah and that's really suspicious (laughs) like that's really weird right yeah and and see i think iris makes a really good point in saying like a community of people who just want to live sustainably and that you know they're they don't they don't like how society, how it is, which who could, Yeah, and they right. want to live separately. I think that's the really interesting thing about cults and, 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 and communities, I'll say, even communes, yeah. is the United States as a whole is very resistant to them, right? They, crop, they started mm-hmm. to crop up in the 60s during the quote-unquote hippie movement, anti-war, things like that, and the government hated it. Right. And so they were villainized from the beginning. Every movie we see that has a, a, a quote unquote yeah. cult, they're shown in a bad light, something terrible is happening. And a lot of the major stories we have that are surrounded with cults, right? Jim Jones, uh, Charles Manson, yeah. um, the one, the one in Waco, Styles. Texas. Yes. Um, the one in Waco, Texas, all of these end, end badly. Right. Yeah. And, and so pretty badly. Pretty, you know, on a scale of bad, pretty bad. Um, <laughs> So we, we automatically associate things like that with it, which I think is really yeah. interesting. Yeah. And it's our resistance to an alternative I mean, way of living. How can you well, not though, when you see these, like these same patterns of like the early stages and they're like major red flags, like, okay, but it seems like it's thing. a very slippery slope to get to that point. Mm-hmm. This is my and, thing. Yeah. What's your thing? Does it, my thing is putty tats. I love them, but yeah my thing is <laughs> do they have to be bad I'm no. Always, no I'm always like well let me try to understand both sides it's like okay they really seem to like it could just be a facade they seem to start out with really great intentions right that's the thing yeah. about cults but I want they seem I, very I inviting really know much about and, them but are yeah. they corrupted by their openness yeah. letting everybody people in and that's when like, for the creeps sure. and the predators come in or is like what Nate said like are they always started by this charismatic leader who just wants like a hundred wives like it could a hundred percent be both yeah and so what that's the interesting <laughs> thing about this one is that they claim yeah. they don't have a leader they say yes. they're an egalitarian oh, okay. Community yes. that rules that rules by yeah they have like rule a by council sh- or something great democracy right yes majority yeah, wins. like the Hunger Games <laughs> yeah and and so but yeah. but that's what's interesting to me about it and how they could easily head towards cult territory is yeah. you start to form so... alliances 
you start to yeah. form groups of people who really want to take power. So they are always going to vote for something. And, and this is an interesting story that I heard from me. There's going to be those people that want, that are like, mm, I have the better ideas. I'm going to like take charge exactly. of this. And, and that, that's the thing is even like from even at the very beginning of human society with early humans, mm. a leader always emerges, right? Whether it was the best <laughs> fisherman, the best best hunter whatever it may be the strongest always a leader comes forward and that's what's going to inevitably happen are you an anthropologist i'm not i love history I'm though and and so a leader always comes forward so right now yeah. they may say we don't have a leader all because it's waiting for is the that, right person to walk in you leave i mean in this supposed egalitarian system mm-hmm. like that sounds great on paper but it does leave a vacancy for someone who is manipulative and charismatic to be like, I have these great ideas. Like, and then people Mm -hmm. want to follow them because of those traits that they have. And and it only takes a couple of like split votes where one person has to decide it for someone to consolidate power. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's kind of the the sucky thing is I do believe that there are probably a, a, a good amount of people who are showing up here who have truly good intentions a hundred percent. But then and, you hear the stories yeah. and, and Bridget, you're the one who, who pointed me to this in the YouTube videos you sent me yeah. is a, supposedly a cat, a cat wandered onto the property <gasps> and God, killed one, no. killed what, one or two of their, yeah, killed, cover yeah sorry, ears. Iris. Yeah. Cover takers um, ears. I told you killed, about this already, Iris. And killed one or two of their chickens and they held yeah. the council to decide what to do with the cat. I'll and unfortunately it. the group voted to end the cat's life yeah and one of their members made a hat out of the skin and then they ate the rest of the cat barbarian yeah because they don't waste anything so they ate the cat and then they made um okay a hat or something out of the skin trying to eat itself right cats yeah i mean cats eat food too i mean like and that's the thing a hell of a lot yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's a big boy if you yeah, that's the thing where I saw one of the people on TikTok, the redheaded guy named Tree. Tree, which is yes. So not his real name. No way. No way that's his real name. But there was like maybe next someone, generation. Someone um, like recorded one of his TikTok lives or something. Mm-hmm. And he fully admitted, like, this is a thing that they admitted to happening this is not a rumor Mm -hmm. he was like exactly yeah this animal killed my animal we're gonna kill that animal and because we don't waste anything yeah someone ate the cat he was like yeah what's the big deal that's sustainability they did it it inhumanely i mean how is there a humane way because like cats in our society specifically in america they are pets and they're just are certain things you don't do to pets like there's pets and there's livestock and, you know, whether you're I don't a vegan a or whatever, I know, like a lot of people say like, there shouldn't be a difference and we don't need to get into that. But especially like cats are never livestock in yeah. our society. So that is like the way that they just like casually admitted to that and just yeah. like, they don't understand how people would have a problem with that or say that that yeah. is messed and- up. The really interesting thing about that specific decision too, to me is when a lot of cults are started, what they do is they force their members to make even one decision that goes against what they believe in. 
And then they're more likely to make more of those decisions. So this tree guy I saw, he yeah. on, on, on TikTok, he said I, in a comment, he said, I'm a vegan. So it really pained me for the group to make this decision, but that's what the group said. So mm-hmm. I had to go with it. And if you get enough people like that, where people just have to go with the no decisions, yeah. exactly. You, they think they have free will because they have a council. But again, it just takes a group of yeah. people to to band together on something, and you have to be you have to put aside your personal morals to go yeah. with it. That's when it kind of gets dangerous, you know. Yeah, that's the thing about having no rules and being a completely off the grid society sounds so good on paper and just in theory but then when you actually like I feel like there's like a very certain way you have to do it and it's really hard to just spontaneously get it right Mm. and And I think the unfortunate reality about about human nature too is it's really hard for us to be entirely unselfish oh yeah 100% and we've seen that perfectly throughout this pandemic is it's very hard for people to <laughs> oh, make unselfish decisions no let's get me yeah don't get started. iris started I, especially I, I, in la yeah oh i'd love to terrible. i'd love to hear your rant sometime for sure i think it's if it's shown us anything podcast. it's that human beings especially in the united states are not empathetic enough to care about other people no and yeah, especially in this country, we definitely have like a, a me mentality. Mm-hmm. It's and, and, and that goes and, and that goes right to good. Exactly. And the United States as a whole has for almost its entire existence employed an, a, a form of isolationism where it's we need to take care of America. America first. Yeah. It's me, 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 me. Right. And mm-hmm. that's why it's it's crazy because I think Iris at the beginning of this, what you know, perfectly she's like, why is that so wrong that people want to live sustainably and, yeah, and do all it this? Sounds and that's great. Exactly. And it's like, but to a lot of people in America, it's like, this is evil. This is yeah. this is not like, how what dare we do. They mistrust the government. Exactly. And it's <laughs> it's it's sad that these inevitably go wrong a lot of times and that people's mistrust for them are born from a place of we've seen this story so many times. And yeah, Yeah. I I do definitely take issue with them putting their address out there and then have videos on TikTok of kids there because I think that just, and not to mention, I mean, you mentioned this too, Bridget, that they're near multiple sundown cities. Yeah. We didn't even get into that. Where people of color are just not, it's not safe for them. No. And so they try to say, hey, we're, we're inclusive of everybody, yeah, everything, people saying, of color. Come here. Everyone's welcome. Yeah. But like you don't. And if someone went there, a person of color went there and they don't realize that that is so unsafe. Yeah. Or if somebody in have, one of those. Yeah. In one of those nearby towns who gets a, a whiff, they're like, oh, I don't like what's going yeah. on there. And, yeah. and, and they, they get some wonky intentions, you know, there's kids there, there's all types. And, and, you know, one of the people who are the biggest voices of it, and I, I don't, I don't remember her name. I don't want to. The white Ren or girl something with like dreadlocks. That. Yeah. She's the one who made the cat skin hat. Rel. Thank yeah. you. She's what? gone on record of saying she yeah. thinks that. She is the, a white lady with dreadlocks. So are yeah, we surprised? And she thinks that, you know, the, the the pandemic is all a hoax it's all manufactured yeah. she thinks masks don't do anything if you're inclusive I community totally trust sense, her opinion as she's walking around with her dog's skin around her yeah she also a made a skirt out of her dog that died her dog got hit by a car and so she naturally was as she you do, driving that car 
<laughs> as you do, oh, she skinned Hold it on, and made a skirt out of it. <laughs> yeah. I need a skirt. That's that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I, and so when, when you say, yeah, I'm in, we're an all inclusive, we accept anybody and everybody, yeah. you are naturally inviting um, conflict. Does that mean you accept white supremacists and right you it, it, and it's except it, it, like predators and yeah it very much feels like a don't ask don't tell type of place oh, right where a hundred percent it's like if we don't ask these questions you don't have to tell us as long as you do your part and that's when yeah. things can start to get dangerous really quickly for people who show up there yeah right? and i think we How can many people are agree. there does anybody know last i, I saw in the article i read today it said that roughly 30 people are there and that I think mm. I think that's before this whole TikTok thing started, so it yeah. could be higher now. Um, yeah, because they have been. I, I think they like since like all of this. I guess you could say backlash has been happening. They have. I think I saw something that they like took down their accounts or like privated them or something. Yeah. Um, but before that, they did post more tiktoks of people from tiktok that were showing mm -hmm. up like people that yeah. saw their tiktoks mm -hmm. that had gone there to visit yeah and so and i'm and, sure that like it reached the right people that wanted to stay of there and i think i go back and forth too because you know the people who show a lot of the people who show, show up there are probably you know they feel like they don't either fit into this society, they're not accepted in this society, which is a lot of people. Me, you know, yeah. And, <laughs> well, it could and, be for more a good reason or a bad reason. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It could be. It could be. I need to get away from this place that I'm in because I'm. It could be anything, right? And so, yeah. In in one sense, you think of of a commune, and you're like, this could be really, really good if the right people do it. Yeah. But it's just so unfortunate. We've seen so many stories of it going wrong. And it just takes one charismatic person to show up to this very inviting place who then starts to sway some people one way. And then yeah. it's it's not a democracy anymore. I mean, we've seen it in our own country, right? Democracy gets swayed <laughs> by whoever has power, right? What? Our country's perfect. What are you talking about? America. Um, and so, yeah, yeah I, I, and I just think it's... It's it's very interesting because I, I do think Iris is right. There's there is a natural resistance to commune living because it's not what America does. And if you're pulling yourself out of the big machine that is America, it's seen as a negative, which is is sad yeah. because these people want to live sustainably from everything I see, right? They they use every little bit of everything and sometimes go too far on that. But you know, they build all the buildings themselves. They're everybody, you know, works hard and, and they reuse everything to make buildings and stuff and I think that's really cool yeah I just worry a with kids being there yeah. and putting the address out there and yeah. also if you're already getting people to make a decision on something that like a cat that um I think they made another decision too some chickens got sick and mm -hmm they decided to kill them and eat them as well or something like that and what how are they sick though that's good I, they didn't yourself? they didn't say they just yeah. said that so i forget and and Maybe this was again like a, when 
gimpy leg or something. Right. Yeah, and maybe so they you, like attacked each other. They yeah, you start sometimes. to think now, and 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 a lot of people in the comments on that one were saying, well, if you really care and you're saying you're a caring community, you would take that bird to a vet, you would yeah. take the chicken to a vet, try to figure out what's wrong with it and try to help it in any way you can. And the group made the decision to kill the chicken. And again, this guy, Tree, says he's a vegan and he was very upset about the decision, but that's what the group said. Yeah. And you get enough people there who are like, well, I might not agree with this, but it's what the group said. That's when it starts to get a little murky in terms of what are we following here? What's our goal here? Are we still sticking to the goal that we set out? And that's what, yeah. that's what is kind of scary, I think. Yeah, you definitely very quickly can see yourself um, being pushed beyond many boundaries and, you know, yeah. just like doing things that you aren't comfortable with because that's what the group says. And yeah, um, like, and, and I, I was going to say, I, I was going to say before, like with the whole, anyone can come, like everyone is welcome thing. I think we can all agree that there are certain people <laughs> that we don't want to accept into society, you yeah. know, like the white supremacists yeah. and the child predators, like we, we don't need them <laughs> in our mm -hmm. commune. Like we don't need to be inclusive to everyone. And I think that's a yeah. very dangerous idea to be putting yeah. out there that everyone is welcome. And, and Iris, did you see their like welcoming process for people? I know I thought you watched a video, but I don't want to explain something you already it. know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's, it's re really interesting to me too, that whole process of someone comes and they're invited for 10 days and then you decide, I mean, like, I don't know about you guys, but I've gone long periods of my life acting a certain way around certain people to try to get them to either accept me or think school, I'm something. Yeah. yeah right. Like yeah. high school is four years of that. Anybody could come in. Um, you said you stopped doing that. I should, <laughs> no. I should have stopped doing that. Yeah. Uh oh, um uh, uh so but like you know 10 days anybody can act a certain way for 10 days and then they're yeah. initiated in and then it's only it's only people who are over two weeks have been there who can ask somebody who's been there for less than 10 days to leave mm. and so if somebody gets in there and acts a certain way for 10 days and they're invited in and then they start to act all shady or you come up come out comes things come out about them then it comes to a point where it's like okay are we going to actually kick them out or what? So I think that's. So then it would just be like a little game for a sociopath to be like, mm, for 10 yeah. days, I'm going to trick someone <laughs> here. Exactly. And yeah. so, and, and another weird thing I saw on, on this guy Tree's TikTok is someone commented on one of the videos and was like, wow, man, you're going to be like the next Charlie Manson or something like that. Charles he Manson. wishes. Well, and he just responded <laughs> with three crying laughing emojis. And I was like, if you don't want yourself That's to not be funny. seen, yeah, I was like, if you don't want yourself to be seen as a cult, you might want to shut that down like immediately, right? Yeah. Not like laugh at him, be like, ha ha ha, that's so funny. Like, um, bad guy. All right, bad guy. I feel like associate they, yourself with he, especially with his TikToks and the way he was responding to comments like that. Um, he was not doing a good job of convincing people that they aren't a cult. Yeah. And I feel and, like <laughs> you if you aren't a cult 
there shouldn't be this much question around yeah. whether you are or not. It should be obvious. Yeah, and you shouldn't probably have to say you're not a cult as many yeah. times as you do. That sounds like something a cult would say, you know? Yeah, right? Like, we're not a cult. You have to come and see what we're yeah, like. Yeah, why don't you, you know come what I mean? see? Have a tour. Yeah, come see what come see what we're like, and then you know we can slowly start to make you believe in what we believe in, right? And yeah. again, I think I think anybody who starts a commune will have to fight against that because there is a very big stereotype of communes and are inevitably cults, and so a lot of them have to say, "This is what we're doing. We're not a cult." But then people are like tracing the steps, and like this is exactly what usually happens so i don't know i think i think it's interesting it'll be something to keep and keep an eye on for sure yeah i think when bridget first brought this to my attention i am just very interested in listening to what you have to say nate and bridget and i I find people very interesting a lot of the times it gets very dark for me because i get so disappointed with people (laughs) but i just i just overall it's like okay well why does this keep happening right mm. if history says right statistically this doesn't go well why yeah. does it keep happening yeah like because how do people new, get sucked because in? it's a new generation mm-hmm. every you know whatever a generation really is you know every so often people are like i've got a new way to do it and it's gonna be the right way mm-hmm. and yeah you know there's new, <laughs> and this way was tiktok <laughs> and there's gonna be people who are misplaced in a new way and you know yeah and yeah like you said tiktok it's its own specific thing to this Mm -hmm. generation or couple generations so yeah it like ends the same but the way that they try to suck people in is it evolves to hook new people Mm -hmm. for sure when i think i think a lot of these start with really good intentions and i think that (laughs) The problem is we've lived in society for, like I said, as long as humans have been around where there has always been a leader. There's always been someone you follow. We do live in a society. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. since the, <laughs> but like, yeah, no, that, but the, you know what I mean? Like there's, I do. I'm sorry. Inevitably that's how it ends up unfolding. Even if you try really hard to not be that, that's how it ends up unfolding. Yeah. And because power, absolute power corrupts absolutely mm-hmm. yeah and with great power comes great responsibility <laughs> and um the road to hell is paved with good intentions that's all mm. i got and that does lead into our next topic that was does perfect, it yeah well it kind of leads into okay. the rant i've been wanting to have yeah okay oh, please, please rant. <laughs> by all means well it was it was just similar to good intentions and Mm. it it feels like why things start off so good but we just can't have them or like Mm. can't have them on a huge mass scale is be I feel like it's because of the society that we already have and things that are already in place it's like money basically so capitalism specifically what I'm thinking is I've been trying to be more eco-friendly and what, what does that mean? So it could be the products themselves, like making sure that I'm not like my friend and I were talking about palm oil and Mm, okay. And then also, Oh, this product is great. You know, it's vegan cruelty-free, but it comes in plastic. Okay. So plastic is bad. Well, not necessarily because sometimes you can recycle it and 
you know, glass can be recycled more times than plastic or vice versa. So it's just like so many things. And I think what frustrates me the most is that it feels like it can't, like obviously there's people that care and are taking yeah. the time and their own money to make small companies. But the reason that bigger companies aren't hopping on this bandwagon, I think eventually if enough of the little people spend their pennies wisely they will eventually see the profit in it and slowly change but it's like okay we are making so much money already how we are so why change it's going to take so much time to start using more cardboard than our plastic why change yeah and and I think that frustrates me it 100% is about the money and what where they can make a profit yeah. that's it that, that was the I think yeah I think that's the only way that things are going to change like you said if um if the more the truly more sustainable ways because there are certain things that are more sustainable like you said certain things are recyclable and sometimes they're not actually recycled and only certain recycling plants can recycle certain plastics and stuff like that and it just takes enough people doing the right thing, hopefully, that the best thing becomes profitable. But like how long or, will that you take? Always, and you always say it's it's yeah. the company's responsibility, not the consumer. And I think a hundred percent. In a way that's true, but also I've listened to other people talk about this, and it's also sometimes we don't realize we could affect change. Like there yeah. was this one deodorant brand. And people loved it, but they were like, hey, you still put it in plastic. And they were like, Mm. oh, okay. And now they put it in cardboard. So like, we do have some power. It's just sometimes soul crushing to be like, do we? Right. But we do. So I think it's both. They need to make it accessible to enough people. They need to make it, you know, financially accessible to enough people. They need to be able to put it mass market and they need to make it convenient yeah you know for because we really convenient for sure yeah don't want to put that much effort (laughs) yeah most people don't want to go out of their way to recycle and compost but if all of a sudden on the shelf I see something that's 50 cents less and if I like I care as a human but if it's not like top priority that this is better for the environment and maybe has less chemicals for my body but if I see that it's 50 cents less, I'm going to go for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can talk. Oh, no, you make a ton of great points. And I think a big, big thing, um, a big problem. And I think this about uh, food as well is Mm -hmm. organic food. That's supposedly healthier for you, healthier for the environment, healthier for all this and that is so much more expensive than processed food. And yep. that has pesticides on it. And so it gets to a point where you have a large portion of the country who simply can't afford to do it, even if they believe in it. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's sad, right? I mean, it's like, it, it's cheaper yeah. to do everything, even if it hurts the environment. And or our own bodies, like all exactly. the cheap chemicals that are yeah. cheaper to eat than yeah. an apple. Yeah. I mean, food inequity and environmental racism are 
rampant. Yeah. Right? Everything I mean, comes back to racism and how capitalism is evil and like colonialism. Like they're all connected. Yeah. And it's just, <sighs> I, I mean, you make a lot of great points of just, it, it needs to be accessible. It needs to be marketed in a certain way. It needs to be, the stigma around it even needs to be broken because yeah. I feel like there's a stigma around being living sustainably. Like, Oh, you're, mm-hmm. you're a hippie. You're you started a cult. Yeah. You're, you're posting about <laughs> it on TikTok. Yeah. Like you're a socialist, you're a communist, whatever, like whatever it yeah, may I be. Am. Thank you for there's noticing. A t- there's a ton of um, stigmas around it. Even where, when someone tries to, yeah, they're like, wow, like you, I don't know. It, it's just, it's heartbreaking, right? Cause you try and I'm not good at it. I wish I was, I've tried and I will continue to try to be good at being environmentally conscious. Yeah. It's just hard. Yeah. Right. It is, it is really yeah. hard, but I think what's, <clears throat> so what I've been trying to do with like my mental health in general is like when I get, cause I get these feelings and then it's so sad. I just feel so sad about it. But there's people that probably have less mental health issues than myself who are more active (laughs) about finding resources. And so I thought, okay, let me just listen to them for a little bit. And it's amazing that even if like, Nate, if you can't be perfect, right? But if, you know, just think about reusable bags, how pretty popular Mm -hmm. those are now. At least in Seattle, yeah. Think how, well, here too, think how good- how much help that's done like if you can yeah. you know like people are like oh vegans but if people can eat like m- red meat one day less a week yeah. how yeah. great that'll do for so many different things I yeah. think that was really helpful to hear is like I don't have to be perfect because yeah. it's so hard but yeah the little I think things I'm doing yeah. are helping yeah it really you just like it, but it things. does yeah, you need enough people to do the little things and at yeah. least make an effort to begin to make a change. And I think that's yeah. that's very and true. You can't get mad at people for not being perfect about it because that's not how you welcome people right. into and include them. People by yelling at them. Yeah, and you can't like be all or nothing about it because that is not accessible to everyone, like you said, Nate. And so you can't shame people for not going for organic food or not um, always bringing reusable bags or whatever it is. You, you, just, you just have to give people a little bit more of a break about it because Except. at the end of the day, it is, <laughs> it is about the small choices that you can make every day yeah. or Except every other day. people who go to Starbucks, who oh, now... This is specific. Mm-hmm. Who now... Obviously, we can't reuse our cups because of COVID. Fine. Uh Who now insist on still getting straws, even though Starbucks Mm -hmm. went out of their way to make iced cups. Where here's the thing, Iris. Here's the thing. The whole thing about the straws, um, the banning the straws, is frustrating for me. And I'm glad you brought this up. Ableism. I know because it is a lot of things that people don't realize, and that goes back to accessibility in a different way of like it not being affordable for people, but this is accessibility in the way of um, differently abled people need straws in certain instances. It can be like reusable straws. Sure. But I mean, that again is putting the burden on 
the consumer to have a reusable straw instead of the company to provide straws for the, you know what I mean? Like, I know, but I, I understand where you're coming from, but I also think that it's kind of, you need to look at like the bigger picture and we need to include everyone in on the conversation and you can't just say like, Oh, straws are bad. Like how you're still using straws. Like, because there's people that people can take some individual responsibility they can but I don't think we we need to like shame people about it I think that that I understand where you're coming from but I think like you said you can't change anyone's mind by yelling at them so I think just shaming them in my own home well you can shame them in your own home that's perfectly fine (laughs) I'm just saying instead of like saying like oh you asked for a straw at starbucks mm-hmm. and you just say oh good job you remembered to bring your reusable bag that's awesome you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and i think another um example that me and sierra were just actually talking about last week is think about the stigma around um thrifting and thrift shopping right mm. buying clothes buying clothes secondhand at goodwill and whatnot you know, better for the environment because, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, you're reusing, it's recycling in a way. Um, and it goes against fast fashion and yeah. all these terrible situations for workers and all this. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, if a person living in poverty gets their clothes from goodwill, they're laughed at. Yeah. Right? Yep. They're, oh, you can't afford this. Oh, that's like, oh, they get all their clothes from goodwill. But if you're in that upper middle class or even just middle class and you go to goodwill all your friends are like yo you're so cool like you yeah you got a are... deal on that Lisa. yeah it's exactly. trendy now. jacket yeah exactly like you you are cool like you are wow you found that at a thrift store wow that's so mm-hmm. cool so when maybe that's good our generation is changing the idea yeah well, and I, but i think it's that whole yeah. it's that whole stigma needs to be changed around like it's cool for anybody to do right yeah that's mm -hmm. the thing like if you're shaming people in poverty for doing it but then applauding your rich white friends it's just that that's where I think it's it's harmful yeah however if you can bring it more to a middle ground and say anybody who does it that's awesome I mean you you're helping the environment you're making the best of your situation and hell, there's a lot of good clothes at Goodwill. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just that 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 stigma kind of makes me sad because it's it's an yeah, area where sure. we could all be better in reusing and like hand-me-downs as well, right? Hand-me-downs are seen as a terrible thing. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I love a good hand-me-down. Like, yeah, I get That's something my from life. this is my grandma's sweatshirt my I'm wearing sister. right now. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and a kid got slime on it today and it's yellow and I was mad at him and I was like, oh. like, this is the last which, thing of my grandma's I have, which I was, which I was kid probably was trying it? to Put shame him. Blast. His name was Justin Lee. Um, <laughs> of course it was Justin. It was, of course it was Justin. He got of it on there and I was, was like, Justin. this is my grandma's last thing. Like, dude, that's so rude of you. And he was like, he was like, well, you could dig her up and do this. And I was like, that's, <laughs> that is so that's weirdly dark. Oh my let's God. put that kid on a list yeah oh he's on several lists already let's be honest <laughs> um <laughs> anyway no but I, like, I know the kid he's talking about because i worked at the summer mm, camp mm-hmm. with him for yeah. a summer yeah. yeah that kid is something else um but anyway <laughs> but like hand-me-downs right hand-me-downs are seen as like oh you get your like older sister's clothes like you get iris yeah clothes. i do gross because um, she 
declutters a lot period and (laughs) because she is gross (laughs) no but then like that's seen as a bad thing like you can't get your your family can afford your own clothes and it's like well actually i'm not like buying into this big system where they treat workers like trash and actually actually i'm I'm better than you yeah Yeah. (laughs) uh no but i just i i i think there's a lot to be there's a lot of stigmas that have to be broken down for more people to buy into it right because a lot of people yeah they don't want to shop at goodwill or take hand-me-downs because they're like that's not what's cool quote unquote and like not that being environmentally friendly is trendy but in a sense it needs to I mean, be it people is on board in certain yeah. ways yeah it or is, like greenwashing is trendy mm, yeah like you need to be you need to get as many people on board as you can and keep them there. Right. And in a sense, being trendy can get people in the door and you got to keep them there Mm -hmm. to keep those habits going, you know? Yeah. I think that's the, the thing about the banning the straws. That was such a big thing a couple of years ago. And that got a lot of people on board with, yeah, there is a lot of waste in our oceans and yeah, save the turtles or whatever. And that is, like a trendy thing that caught on but then also people didn't realize that it was actually harmful and we don't need to completely cut out straws because some people need them and stuff like that and I think the same thing with the the thrifting example is that that isn't it's not possible for everyone to shop sustainably all the time like especially people in larger bodies there aren't going to be as many options for them at secondhand Mm -hmm. stores and and they probably don't have a lot of money to spend on new clothes and they still want and need new clothes and so they have to go to the considered more fast fashion retailers because that Mm -hmm. they come in their size and i think that there's a lot of things like that that have to be taken into account where like I said, we have to include everyone in the conversation. We have to listen when people bring up these things that we probably didn't realize because it's not happening to us. And yeah, like, that sort like of I'm like being educated. <laughs> good. <laughs> like that trendy thing of, oh, let's go, let's go thrifting vintage Levi's that gets them in the door. But then also, hey, don't shame that person for shopping at um forever 21 or whatever because that's the only place they can find jeans in their size and they need jeans you know so i think it is um yeah the trendy thing can help but also be harmful when it goes overboard and people don't think about those kind of things yeah and i think at the base of this whole conversation iris hit it hit the nail on the head because she was talking about so much of america is about profits and the easiest yeah. way to make profits in America is you I know my get your, is. yeah, you get your labor as cheap as possible, mm-hmm. so that you can sell it at a certain price and make maximum profit. Well, right? let me write this down. How do you do yeah. it? Yeah, this is economy. <laughs> this is economics. I took one class and now I'm an expert. This no. is the economy. <laughs> yeah, Look this is up. the economy. Justin, again, the other day Justin. he kept saying, anytime I would say something, he'd be like, dude, that's bad for the economy, and I was like, you don't even know what the economy <laughs> is. But anyway, that's like some buzzwords. That, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that's like a buzzword that he heard someone yeah. say, and he's like, huh, "I'm gonna use that on this yeah. mate." <laughs> Dumbass, Justin. <laughs> of course, Mr. Nate. Um, uh, and so, but no, I think it, it. Our society, since it's so turned towards profits, it's going to be really hard to get big companies to buy into this. 
Yeah. And I would say, you know, there's, there's small acts like, you know, H and M, if you recycle your clothes at H and M, you get 50% off whatever you buy. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's helpful. Maybe it's not, I don't know. But when, however long there's an option, a cheaper option for people, no matter what the cost is, we're going to tend to go for that option simply because of the income inequality in our country. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's sad because I think there are a lot of, lot of people who want to act sustainably, but it's like Bridget's saying is it's not acceptable, acceptable, yeah. acceptable, but also <laughs> accessible to everybody, right. you know? Yeah. Um, and that's, it's sad, but you know, if we look at ourselves, I think Iris was saying this earlier is if we look at ourselves and we decide what can I do, what is the small mm-hmm. things that I can do? I have bags. I can take bags to the store you know, you know, maybe I can recycle some of these clothes or give them to goodwill, the clothes Mm -hmm. that I don't wear anymore, instead of just, just leaving them in my closet, you know, I don't know. These small things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like these small things that can make a big difference and realizing that you, you definitely can make a big difference. Even if it's just using your voice and your platform to bring awareness to certain things and like, that sounds kind of cheesy, but I mean, I think it actually, <laughs> no, it not at all. Lot. I mean, I'm a white <laughs> no, male, totally so right. my voice is just <laughs> yeah, way up you, there wow. on the list. <laughs> you are more listened to already. So already the more can that you can, mm, you can, but should you? <laughs> no, I shouldn't. No. <laughs> My mom says I should say half of the things I say. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think that's just her her issue with me. (laughs) No, but. It's an iris only rule. (laughs) But no, that's a really good point. For you being a white man and all um, people that have those certain privileges that are more listened to than other people, they need to listen and learn and amplify other marginalized voices and not talk over them yeah for sure totally and there's a lot of uh, thank you for uh, agreeing with me Sierra yeah she's, the, she's she pointed the she came in the thumbs sky up. yeah um <laughs> no I think it happens a lot too unfortunately where yeah white white men guys in particular talk so much yeah and they talk so loudly that you can't hear the voices that are important as I talk over you guys this whole podcast but, have, you, um, have you seen there was this joke on Twitter that was like a group of three or more men is called a podcast <laughs> you know like a group like a group of crows is like a murder of crows yeah 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 <laughs> yeah as I sit here and I take up most of your podcast time I think <laughs> hey um, we invited you to talk over yeah, it. that's your own fault really you yeah. invited a cockroach wow, into the victim house blame. <gasps> yeah that's a sore subject with me I know I actually kind of made that joke on purpose um no cockroaches what was your joke oh Um, oh (laughs) yeah that is a sore subject (laughs) yikes um but anyway no I just I just think it's important to as many voices who have power to amplify the people who don't get the same airspace yeah as possible for sure yeah just like uh you were saying um that our country doesn't care about each other it's super dark and I'm learning I might be a dark person even though I hate scary movies but you mean just like negative okay yeah nihilistic if more people were directly affected by COVID this would have ended Mm. so 
long ago. Yeah. 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 It's the, it's totally. not happening to not me. me. I can't see firsthand examples. Therefore it doesn't exist or doesn't matter. And that's mm-hmm. why the fatigue and, yeah. is happening. But it's also makes me scared that I like, wait, am I a villain? Like a super, like a super villain in a movie where I'm like, we need to blow up everybody and start over. <laughs> is that <laughs> what like, you truly think? Because like, I don't know. Should I, I call there. the FBI? Yeah. Was that you? Was that you subtly throwing it in here to see if we agree and get yeah. on board with you? I'm like, or? oh darn, like, trying I'll to get us in on the Like that, that old vine where the guy's like leaving out the door. He's like, it'd be really fun if we went and like murdered people. Yeah. No. Oh, it's no, just a okay. joke. <laughs> yeah. No, no. no. Okay. That it was a joke, but I'm saying like, well, <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, you're just making fun of you. I would say, I would say, I, I definitely agree because I used, I still do, but I used to think of myself as just like this eternal optimist. Everything's gonna be great. I have faith mm. in all these people. I have faith What's in humanity. Like? Right. What's that like? It's, ex- it's exhausting. No, but I mean, <laughs> but at some point you start to see the reality of a lot of things and the curtain gets pulled back on Oz and you're kind of just like, Ooh. you're kind of just like, <laughs> why, why am I optimistic when it keeps letting me down over and over again? Um, you so described well just... most of my conversations with my therapist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's just like the strength that we decide to be positive. Sorry, okay. was that like um, you just, so well just most of my conversations with my therapist? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's just like the strength that we decide to be positive. Sorry, okay. was that like your therapist? No, that's a that special like strength. Mom. That sounded like mom. Mm. Is that your next guest? Uh no. <laughs> uh, no, but anyway, no, I just think um it's really hard to keep going when you like keep seeing people around you, not like, especially like with COVID, I think it's a really good microcosm for everything that goes on in society of yes, you're like, I'm taking this so seriously. I'm going to do my part. And then you look around and nobody else is and cases are still rising. And you're like, why? What? Exactly. You know? So it's like, because what's the point of me following the rules of no one else's? That's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, like, Nate, here it goes. Because uh, here in Los Angeles, you will yes, see people oh yeah here's the walking rant. down let's say hollywood boulevard mm-hmm. or Great taking street. a jog no mask walking by strangers and mm. they don't have one around their wrist they don't have it around their neck and they're not just pulling it up around humans i just don't get it and it's so wonder weird why because I it's be like hermit in five years <laughs> it's like are they not living in the same reality it's so maddening like yeah like how do they not like i can't we imagine like not find just not one and invite them on the podcast because it feels like we're all very in agree agreeing with each other and like yeah. really we need to counter i don't think i don't think we need to um have a, a <laughs> debate with an anti-masker i don't think we need to oh, be giving that any the, air the anti-mask protest i walked by on hollywood boulevard are you so, serious yes i'm serious <sighs> yikes well, and and that the, the another like side part of that that's really bothered me too is the people who are like, lockdowns are horrible. Like you're hurting people's profits and ability to make money, and it's like, well, if you bought into what we needed to do, this would have been yeah. over so long ago, right? Yeah. Like, if you had just bought in, and 
and and just taking it seriously and just done even the bare minimum right wear a mask in public wear a mask don't see many people this would have been over not over i don't think covid will ever be over because it's it'll pop up it'll continue to pop up yeah but, like the flu um, exactly it, it's going to be a part of our lives like we for get vaccinated time. every year exactly yeah um but however life could have been gone back to somewhat normal much quicker right. if people just cared and right? those people i mean people i guess have their own reasons for not wanting to get vaccinated i don't have the privilege yet to get vaccinated hopefully i will soon but for those is anti-vaxxers in in general even if you don't get vaccinated or your children don't you are still benefiting from the masses being vaccinated yeah so like I don't get that that you're anti because you're still benefiting. Yeah, I yeah, I literally don't even understand that mentality of just deciding that science is not true. Like deciding to not believe in objective facts. I don't understand that. Um <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Sierra. I mean uh, I just, I just like I don't even know. And it's it, it the thing that bugs me a lot as I mean, mean I love Okay, well that's a rabbit hole we don't need to go down. <laughs> um however, um as a person who really loves history and is going to teach history, the people who just they're, they're like I don't wear masks cuz of the, I don't know if you've heard of it, the Bill of Rights. Mm, um heard of we it. are a free country. <laughs> And it's like, you're just yeah, being an asshole sure. at this point. You know, yeah. you're just like, you're not, you're, you <laughs> okay. don't know history. You don't then care. I don't have to wear deodorant. Yeah, yeah. you don't <laughs> care. Like, country. it's like, <laughs> you don't understand. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it doesn't, uh, it's just, it blows my mind. Just like how people manipulate history to be whatever they want it to be in order to be yeah. like, you know, like, oh, Second Amendment. Like, that's, that, you don't understand why they wrote it and what the point, mm-hmm. what the thought process was behind it. You just yeah, care that, that like, it helps you. Like, it's just so dumb. Yeah. 100% people, like, pick and choose things that fit their narrative Yeah, and ignore the things that don't. And, and I think that point, is, like, how a lot of people get so set in their ways. Yeah. And at some point, you have to, even if whatever ruling body of your country or ruling documents give you whatever freedoms you have to understand that you have to sacrifice those freedoms at times for the greater good of everybody, right? Empathy and caring for other people and helping other people should, in my opinion, always come before your freedoms. Nobody's taking away your freedom. You're know, just doing like something. A lot of work. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> Damn liberals. Well, yeah. Nobody's <laughs> taking away any of our freedoms. We no. always like, white but but like exactly people's freedoms were taken and for you to equate people asking you to do something you know helpful for another human such as wear a mask and being enslaved you can't equate the two they're no but people do (laughs) they do they sure do they equate a lot of it to especially guns i see on i'm talking about tiktok earlier all the time of it's like Oh, you think that like oh, I, I should sacrifice something for 
COVID because somebody else is like susceptible to COVID. Well, then why yeah. don't you think that I should be able to have a gun? Just like all these false equivalencies, which is like, none of this makes sense. You're just literally, being what does ridiculous. that have to do with anything? It doesn't have to do with anything. Yeah. You just want to talk about guns. Guns. Yeah. I feel weird almost talking about things like, I don't know if capitalism is good or bad. I don't know how to be economically it's objective friendly. Or bad. I don't know how, you know, to fix the gun issues or the racial issues. I don't know how to fix anything. But I guess I mean I don't think we're saying I, we that any of us do. It. Yeah, we can just talk about it and yeah. I think that's I just it. think it's yeah. so hard because obviously people who do believe in guns have such a different upbringing, but it's uh-huh. so hard to have a conversation about them. Sorry, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to hold in a burp. I'm not crying. <laughs> I think I think the biggest thing is a is a willingness to have the conversation and it's not like any of us are coming on here being like whatever I say is written in stone that's how it's going to be that's how it should be well speak for yourself yeah well I know you um (laughs) libra ass Uh, no I think Uh, um (laughs) I'm a special I'm a special one no um I do but I just think just the willingness to talk about it and even admit like I don't know everything about this but these are my thoughts on it yeah is is huge and that's how good conversations get started a hundred percent i think also like hard is it well is it because it's hard for men to say that and they control a lot of things Mm. i think it's hard because people are so afraid of being wrong they're so afraid of talking Mm. about something and being wrong Mm. and i think that that's part that's just part of learning you know yeah well there's a lot of i argue on the yeah right side of the aisle who don't care if they're wrong (laughs) they're just like yeah this is what i believe um yeah yeah, i don't i don't know i think think it is hard because like i said there's so many ways for people to pick and choose parts of um our history and parts of the narrative that they want and just get more set in their ways and i think on both sides it definitely happens that people will mm-hmm. look for things that affirm their viewpoint. And I I think that that is so hard because I think it's really hard to genuinely have those conversations and not just become mo- more polarized as a result. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think and it's I hard think... to like actually have a genuine conversation instead of like, oh, I'm going to win this debate, you know? Yeah. And I think social media has played into that so much because when you have social media, you can surround yourself with the thoughts that you want to. Yeah. hundred percent. Twitter on Twitter. You can follow who you want to follow. You can unfollow, you can block whoever yeah. you want. There are a bunch of whatever like, you want. Mini echo chambers. Exactly. Facebook yeah. is the same. Reddit's the same. All these places that you can just be in an echo chamber to the point where you believe I can't be wrong because yeah. I can just surround myself with people uh, who think look at I'm all right. these people that agree with me. Exactly. And and again, like you said, that's on both sides. And yeah. and that's not to just point out one specific group of people, men. But um <laughs> no, but I, I just and I think people just don't they love to throw history in people's faces without understanding yeah. what really goes on in history. And that's yeah. I think because the second it was amendment. Told. Exactly. Yeah, you have to think and about I, who it was told by. Yeah, yeah, and I how and they if you, learned it, and yeah, and if you think, and that's why I want to be a history teacher, folks. But I think, um, I, I think it's class. 
Yeah. Thank you so much. You're more than welcome. Sign me up. No, but I think, you know, with the Second <laughs> yeah, Amendment the specifically, <laughs> yeah, with the Second Amendment specifically, right? Alexander Hamilton wrote that it, the, the re- well-regulated militia part was the more important because they wanted right. each state to have their own army in order to stop insurgencies from other states or uh, yeah. foreign places instead of having one national army. And with the introduction of a national army, the citizens didn't need guns anymore because the army should have protected them. Yeah, and that's what people refuse to acknowledge more and more is that their idea behind it was that well-regulated militia meant well-regulated citizens who pass the test and live up to a standard where they can be trusted <laughs> yeah. with these weapons. Which is exactly what we don't have. <laughs> it was exactly what we don't have under the protection of a amendment that doesn't mean what a lot of people think it means, yeah. in my opinion, and from the voices of those who wrote it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just great. You can do that all day with with history and people's belief of times and I. I, Oof. Yeah. In conclusion. (laughs) In conclusion to this podcast. Well, we got into some really good conversations, and we probably have a lot of loose ends that we forgot about and didn't tie up. But like I said, we would love to have you back here. Yeah, I thank you so like, much for being here. Of course. And we'd love to have you back. And like we I liked things. Yeah. From both of you. We talked. Wow. It was good. Um, I, so the way that we like to end yeah. is by taking a BuzzFeed quiz together. Oh, heck yeah. So I just texted <laughs> you, Nate, um, okay. the quiz that we're going to take. <laughs> Do you want to read the title? <laughs> I found this one. I was looking through them and I was like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, this is the one. This is the one. Go Bridget, ahead, read the title, Nate. Yeah, go ahead. It is Make a Sandwich and we'll tell you which VeggieTales character you are. Now, and Bridget, I, will say, I remember watching VeggieTales, but I never realized it was so like Christian. I yeah, was gonna say that same as thing. a kid. Until and I met that's Sierra. That's the whole thing. That's the mm. whole thing. They don't want you to know <laughs> that it's, it's religious. I no, met I'm Sierra, serious. and I was I was talking. <laughs> yeah, I was I was talking about VeggieTales, no, and Sierra was like, "I never watched that." I was like, "What do you mean? VeggieTales was a huge part." She's like, "Yeah, no, it wasn't." And I watched it with the kids that I work with at the same school I went to, and I'm like, "Wow, this is so Jesusy! Like this yeah, is really <laughs> wild! Like it's, yeah. it is crazy." I just thought Larry like lost his hairbrush. I didn't think it was that deep, you know. I didn't know Jesus <laughs> helped him find it. That's I don't right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is gonna tell us um, which VeggieTales character we are based okay. on how we build our sandwich. So okay. first, we are choosing it's not a bread. Labeled though, it's not Do I labeled just pick the on kind what it looks like the kind of bread that they are. It's not labeled, but I guess just pick the one that looks the best to you. Like okay. the best sandwich bread. I think I'm mm. going to pick. Ooh. Um, Ooh. This yeah, looks so like it like might a, be a, sourdough. So I'm going to pick this one. Top right. And that's what I'm yeah. thinking. Oh, yeah. Think it looks sourdough? really good. Okay. So no to that. I yeah. Guess ours doesn't like sourdough. Do the. Are you American? <laughs> I thought you were American. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> um, okay. okay. Did you pick your bread, everyone? So top yep. right top left do you think that's like a wheat 
That looks like a like a wheat. That gives me real cheesecake factory brown bread. Yes, it does. Okay, and Iris loves that bread. Which Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah, I know Iris loves that. Okay, so next, what type of cheese? Cheddar, Swiss, vegan cheese, or none? And we know that these are the four types of cheese. (laughs) That's it. These are the four categories. The four pillars. Yeah. I'm gonna go with cheddar. Me too. I'm more of a pepper jack guy, but. Okay, so I already have a dilemma. I'm lactose intolerant. Right. No matter how much dairy I put in my body, I will not become immune. That has become apparent to me. (laughs) I think that's kind of like lactose intolerance works the opposite way. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you become intolerant from your exposure. My my body is trying to tell me so. Yeah, I'm screaming at you. I'm going to hit none because I have not found a vegan cheese yet. I like Wow. Um, okay choose a topping i wish there was an Um, of the above yeah this is gonna Mm. be a very boring sandwich Mm, i do not like vegetables you don't like (laughs) vegetables what are you five uh yes yeah okay (laughs) oh i wasn't alerted there'd be vegetables involved (laughs) yeah it's that was on that was specifically on the contract i signed for this do not bring up vegetables oh no i picked the wrong thing i picked tomatoes is that yeah, a so radish? And then I think it's bell onions. Oh, mm. is it radish? I think it's radish. radish. It's That's weird what it pictures. Looks like. Okay, I I don't like. I'll pick tomato. I went, I went with bell peppers. I like bell I peppers. Actually. In a sandwich. It's the only vegetable I will eat on this list. Oh my god. Okay. okay. So choose I choose tomatoes. Choose a meat. Um, bacon. Uh-huh. Looks this like is the some, worst list. Um. Ham? I don't know. It's meat. You're the meat eater. What is that's what ham are these? for sure? Okay, ham, then, steak, bacon, and then vegan. I'm gonna go for the if vegan. You choose, vegan. If you choose vegan, you get Scrabble letters on your sandwich. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so far, mine is bread with lettuce. Do mm. I sound like I'm starving myself? It's unintentional. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with steak as most white males will. Wow. Okay. Ooh, okay. Choose. Condiment. Should we have choose this a argument? condiment? Oil, um, like what <laughs> kind of salad? oil? <laughs> Mayo, mustard, or none? Um, none because I'm, I don't like sauces very much. I, I'm not big on sauce either, but hmm. I will. Do you like dry ass sandwiches? Like uh, just like just a tiny bit and bread of right mayo. <laughs> Just a tiny bit of mayo. I'm gonna go with mayo. So you're just can we guess? Wait, wait. Can we guess? Can we guess what everybody got before sure. we announce it? Sure. Okay. Can I have a list of the characters because there's like the <laughs> green guy and the a tomato, lot of them, right? Okay. Maybe let's just have Nate guess because he okay. seems very excited about that. Okay. Well, I think I think Bridget <laughs> is definitely the tomato. Easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easily the tomato. Very, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Iris. Round. Iris does give me <laughs> no. Iris does give me Larry the cucumber vibes. You know, very <laughs> just the one who always has the monologue and the song. Because yeah, yeah. silly okay. songs with Larry. That's yeah, you could silly put silly songs with Larry. Iris and it would be perfect. That is yeah. so true. Wow. I'm Do you feel so seen? <laughs> I'm devastated. I got Bob the tomato. Oh my God. Really? Really? What does it say, Iris? What does it say? Okay. You may be a bit, (laughs) you may be a bit annoying at times, (laughs) (laughs) but you're ultimately everybody's favorite. 
you're the person (laughs) you're a person of class and have strong opinions (laughs) and this is because you your sandwich is just bread and lettuce right (laughs) yes (laughs) oh boy oh wow this is a good quiz okay okay what did you get go ahead um, this is kind of funny from what Bridget said when I didn't want to pick a vegetable. I got junior asparagus. Um, <laughs> Are and it you says, serious? yeah, I it says, you're, it says you're oh young God. and impressionable. We're both Libras. <laughs> oh, God. It says you're young and impressionable and you have a lot of energy. You're brave and you won't take no for an answer. Almost none of that is true. Yeah. Um, except for the part where they're like, he doesn't want to pick vegetables. Yeah, he's young. Yeah. He's a child. <laughs> <laughs> junior asparagus is also the naive one that like yeah. sells all, uses all his money to go to the freaking land of Haas and it's just <laughs> all a lie and he pisses his dad off yeah so I got the same thing um yeah I don't well, feel like any the, of that the resonates quiz with worked me. for me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. you just chose a lettuce sandwich yeah <laughs> but from what all they're describing, I am Bob the tomato. So. Yeah, I mean, you are annoying. I don't think they. I don't think they describe Bob the tomato very well. You think How that's you Larry describe... the cucumber? Yeah, yeah, Larry's just really like loves life. He's just silly. Oh well, that's Bob is very funny. serious. He's very like, <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. I, you know, you follow God. It's kind of like um, this is me wanting to be like a plague cater and being nice. I'm not saying I hate people who love Jesus. I don't even know what I believe in. Uh Okay, done. I didn't say I hate people that love Jesus. I know a lot of good people who love Jesus. I just, I just don't. I just don't personally love them myself. I want want more facts. Sorry. The thing is, they don't. I'm gonna be honest with the artists. They don't have a lot of them. They don't have. They don't have. They don't have a lot of them. And I don't like. (laughs) all of the contradictions sorry the podcast mm. is supposed to be ending not having a part two. yeah well, <laughs> we're this gonna, is an hour and a half long podcast this is our longest one to date and i think it's because our best um, okay let's go with that <laughs> um thank you to our guest thank you so much anytime i you text me i'll be here is there and thank, thank you, you to sierra, sierra our live yeah the anytime. silent the silent partner yeah um, laughs here and there is there anything you want to plug Promote? because you're given this wide platform um <laughs> via our podcast i don't i don't i will say um read um i thought read history what about said you had your own podcast what about i do a podcast i don't really want to say the name on your guys (laughs) i will it's called jockstrap thank you yeah it's called jockstrap it's a sports podcast um thank you um it is a sports podcast uh full of white men um, which is quite problematic Um, which is like all of my interests yeah and the name itself (laughs) jockstrap is quite problematic so we're working on it (laughs) um we are working on being more um i don't know anyway (laughs) listen to it or not i don't fine listen to this one instead thank you for saying that of course (laughs) now we really have to pay him okay um well until next time 
for talking with us for so long. Again, anytime. Um, and thank you, Bridget, yeah. for editing it because I don't. Get yeah, have that. fun with this one. Yeah, you're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> thank you, Nate, for figuring out um, how to record this in Zoom. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, okay, I've been trying to end this. So bye. 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 <laughs>